I'm Allie. And this is Get Hype! doing that. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I it's, love it. It's on brand. Isn't that what the kids say nowadays? I guess so. It's, it's on brand for it's, us. It's on point. Are we on Is fleek? Is it on fleek? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't God. know. Sound off. Send us an email. Gethypepod at gmail.com. Yeah. Is it on fleek? What? Yay or nay? Define this? I don't know. We're not sure. I'm, We're still exploring. I'm in my 30s. Our identity. I don't fucking know. Don't talk to me. The thing I discovered recently that don't I had no idea me. what don't at me. Yeah, what <laughs> I had no idea what it was, and I had to go. I had to go to know your meme and look it up because I didn't know what it was. It was um, my skin is clear. I don't have any. So idea. it's in the same. It's the same type of meme, I guess, as my crops. You know how people say my crops are are failing or my crops are are thriving. Mel, are you familiar? Nod my crops your head are watered. You, yeah, my crops are watered. My crops I, are thriving. I, I, my I, vision's twenty twenty. It's the same. It's the thing that people say now. Oh, really? Yeah, Mel. Okay, so now I'm educating <laughs> you about this. Pranks knows. Pranks is on board. So, like, people will say, like, Kara was on Overwatch the other night, and she okay. tweeted. You'll understand this, I think, as a reference. Okay. Uh, she was on Overwatch. And she kept playing support characters, and she really didn't want to anymore. And she kept trying to play a different character, but everybody right. was like trashing her trying to play a different character, and like like nobody nobody would play support, so she had to play support. Right. Um, and she tweeted, "Guys, I really don't want to play another support character. My crops, my crops are failing. So it's like my, I don't feel fulfilled, or like it's not good, this or it's not." It's not doing this what isn't it's supposed what I to. Want right, right. Now. yeah. And then she, like, alternatively, she could have said, "I finally got to play a non-support character. My crops are thriving." Oh, do you understand? Okay. So, like, when people, when something good happens in a show, like the My Hero Academia group is all over this. Um, like, when something happens with a character they're really into, they'll be like, "This thing happened. My crops." I usually hear my okay. crops are watered. My crops are watered. I hear yeah. my crops are thriving. Usually in, in the context of ships, when mm. you see a yes. ship moment, yes, yes, people yes. will often say, my crops are watered. Ah. Yeah. You've you been see? fulfilled in some yeah. way. Yeah. But what I found out when I looked this up, because I was like, where the hell did that, is this a Stardew Valley thing mm-hmm. that I don't know about? <laughs> so I went and I <laughs> Googled it. That was my it, first thought. And I, I thought that's what it was, or like I Harvest Moon or something. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and I went and on Know Your Meme, it told me that it actually is in the same category. It's on the same page as my skin is clear and i was like i've never heard that that's new to me too. and what i what i discovered in in reading this article was that my skin is clear comes from a tumblr user who in 2015 uh was receiving a lot of anonymous hate mail on her oh. tumblr and she made a short video with her cell phone of her saying you blanks sending me fucking hate mail anonymously like i fucking care my skin is clear my personality is blessed my vision's 2020 i don't give a shit you can keep sending me the hate mail i don't care but the thing that she said first was my skin is clear okay as though like as so an like, indication of like success regardless of your opinion so like my 
the first thing I hear when you say that is like when you say my skin is clear, I'm like, great, that means you're not stressed out because yeah, when you she's get not stressed, stressed out, you get you can get stressed. She's acne. not stressed and she's beautiful. Okay. Presumably it's attached to the same Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. But I'm there now. what I what was interesting I'm about not it was use that it, but no, I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not necessarily gonna say that. I feel like that's a little more egotistical that I'm personally willing to mm. to push myself. But my crops is something I can get behind. Okay. Especially with regards to like shipping. Saying, shipping. I'd probably use it ironically and talk about Stardew Valley just to be a piece of shit. I mean, <laughs> that's my life. I don't think you need to become a. I think you already kind of. Oh, oh boy! No. Where's the this air just horn? I just educated you about a meme. Anyway, that's what I learned last night mm. when I googled something. Well, the more you know. Also, know your meme is star. so useful. Mm-hmm. It's so look. I didn't have to use it until my thirtieth birthday. <laughs> I know. Because we knew all the memes. Oh, welcome, pranks. And now welcome to your 30s. Pranks. Happy birthday, Happy my friend. Happy birthday. On our show today, we have our wonderful friend, Bird Pranks Boy. Paul. Welcome. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Oh, here, let me air horn that. Let me help you with that. Oh, it's so loud. <laughs> I love it so much. I'm so old. <laughs> That's so loud. The other thing I didn't know was that it they're called snow something. Snow. Hmm? The phrasing where like it's it's like Mad Libs. It's a meme that's a Mad Libs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Snow. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Snow clones. Snow that's clones. Yes, exactly. It's called a snow clone. Yeah. When you say Mel looks completely lost and very frustrated <laughs> that she doesn't know what the hell we're talking about. I I'm like memes. The linguistic the linguistic fra- uh, name for a meme that is words mm-hmm. where you can interchange the words in the phrase is called a snow clone. Oh boy. Okay. I found that interesting. Mel I'm needs just a sharing. Drink. I have tea. I'm just I'm just sharing what I learned. Snow I, I've clone. heard snow clone. Snow yeah. clone is a cliche and phrasal template originally defined as a multi-use, customizable, instantly recognizable, time-worn, quoted or misquoted phrase or sentence that can be used in an entirely open array of different variants. Mm-hmm. So a meme. Yeah, but a okay. phrase like a word meme. Mm-hmm. Which right. I, I think that's thrilling. As someone who is a writer, I find it's that very... Ex- I, I mean, I'm not a linguist and I don't claim to be, but as somebody who's fascinated by dialect... As a hobby linguist. Oh, hobby <laughs> linguist. Um, yes. I find it really interesting when, when memes are words. Like when I was telling you about the... the Alternately, li- when Rex was on Alzoc 3, he was a snow clone. Fact. Veto. All right. Anyways, that's uh, the Star Wars for you. <laughs> so pranks. Talk pranks, about Star Wars. What are you War. doing? What are you right in, now? Yeah. What I, are you? I grabbed a fidget box. Great. Damn it. We've got like two more if you want one. I don't. You just don't want me to have it. <laughs> yes. Uh, I like Star Wars a lot, but I'm not going to talk about Star Wars today. Well, would any you more call than that, I already would you, have. Would you call that your profession? It's more Star of a calling, Wars. really. <laughs> It's your your soul's desire. <laughs> uh, you you run, a vocation perhaps. Mm-hmm. You run Never Tell Me the Pods. Yeah, I run a show called Never Tell Me the Pods, which uh, I run with three three other idiots, and we talk about <laughs> Star Wars a lot, <laughs> if not all the time. So I do that, and then uh, Never Tell Me the Pods has a spinoff called Never Tell Me the Blogs, which our friend Palomi runs, which is a bunch of blog articles through the viewpoint of our slant on Star Wars, which means a lot of bigger Luke memes and Cornhorn memes. Great. And then I also do Adventure on the One Shot Network, which Woo. is a fan fiction podcast. Woo. It's so fun. It's very dark. 
I was editing. <laughs> I was editing our Ninja Turtles episode, and I was like, "Oh my god, why? Why is there so much black humor in every episode we do?" And I didn't even think that was going to be a thing with me. But there it's we go. Just, yeah, it just I mean, keeps I also getting guess darker. That, like, I mean, because it has a fanfic premise that like you know make it darker. Fanfics, You're gonna make it grittier. Yeah, fanfics get pretty gritty. It's all. It's I mean, good fanfics do. Not a lot of people. So does ours. <laughs> so like, they're the ones that you get emotionally involved with yes. are the gritty ones. Yeah. The ones that you just need to read to pick yourself up is fluff. And like people don't write fluff to make it an epic. So I never read fanfic until like I started never telling the pods. Really? Not a single one. I was not in those communities at all. You I didn't gotta, I was afraid yeah. of being on the internet and being around other fans and I didn't enjoy it. The thing that I like the reason I got into fanfic was that the once I consumed the media, it wasn't enough for me. Mm. Yeah. And I, I had my own thoughts about it and I started writing them down. I actually, boy, I have a self insert fanfic. Yeah. Awesome. From The Matrix. Oh, damn, Mel. And it's, I wrote it out on notebook paper. Yes. And it's like chilling, hiding in a drawer in the bedroom because I'm so scared to pick it up and read it again. But you can't get rid of it. I, I can't get rid it's of it. Your, it's you basically s- like your your phylactery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you need someone to read it for you just to protect you, I'll do it. <laughs> no, She'll I'm fall on that sword. I'm eventually going to I read it. I won't publish it either. I'll just read it. <laughs> She'll definitely not publish <laughs> I'm, it. I might publish it one. It wasn't like weird or sexual. It was just me enjoying Being living boss. in that world. Yeah. And I know I, I didn't finish it. Um, I think I only yeah. really wrote enough to establish the world but i need to go back and check it out because there's like 40 pages of notebook paper folded in half and crammed in a drawer crammed in a drawer i cleaned out my childhood bedroom Mm -hmm. a year or two ago like a year and a half ago and while doing so i made a running list things that i found because Mm -hmm. i hadn't opened that closet since i was in high school Mm. and i don't know what was in it Mm -hmm. um so i did a blog post of like stuff that i found uh, while I was cleaning it. And one of the things that I found was a 50-page self-insert Mary Sue Lord of the Rings fic. Ew. Uh, I burned it after oh, I read no. it. Yes, Mel, I did. Well, you got to get women yes. into Tolkien's world somehow. Thank so. you. Thank you. Seriously. Um, um, it was really bad. It was done after I had seen the trailers for Fellowship of the Ring, but before I had finished reading it. Oh. That's how bad it was. Oh, boy. But I do, and in reading it, I remembered that I had a group of friends and we had a notebook we passed from class to class where we did chapter by chapter our self-inserts at Hogwarts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also had a novel length, like a 90,000 word self-insert Hogwarts student oh, wow. novel fanfic. Um, that was lost when my hard drive crashed in mm. 1999, 2000, something Tragic. around there. It was very good. That one was very good. Oh. There was a lot of conflict, and my character was not overpowered, which I was, you know, pretty proud, proud of that. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I was, I was an animagus yeah. in my first year, so that's that's about as OP as it got. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, you're, you've only got two years on, like, the Marauders. That's fine. That, right, that's fair. That's right? not crazy. That's not totally out of the question. It's yeah. probably illegal, but... Eh, you yeah, know, it's definitely whatever. illegal. Um, um, so I fanfic, to, I'm into that. Yeah, I had to, like, get a crash course on how fanfic worked, uh, just sort of being in the... Mm. Um, both being in the one-shot community, because it's huge in the one-shot community and the campaign community. Yeah. And also, like, 
a lot of the stuff that I really enjoyed, I think the reason that I never really took to fanfic was one, my fear of like being in fan spaces because it seemed really scary. Yeah. And two, yeah. the things that I really, really liked, there was never, it never stopped, right? Like I never had oh. to seek out Star Wars fanfic oh. because, oh my God. Because there's so much. Keeping up with it like basically ruined my sanity. Yeah. yeah. And like the, the EU is essentially glorified Star Wars fanfic, you know? Yes. In yeah. the sense that some of it's better than the real thing and some of it's like very, very not. I mean, yeah. that's true of Trek too. There's yeah. There's a whole buttload of Trek novels. Oh that, mm-hmm. Some yeah. of which are very good and some of which are And some of which bad. are the Shatnerverse. Yeah, <laughs> which is the worst. Shatnerverse. Um, so now I've like Shat-fic. had to develop a working sort of, you know, I hang out on TV tropes a lot. I read an archive sure. of our own and like when I need to get some, when I'm working on something and I need like the tools and vocabulary, I just, like, go to someone who I know knows a lot about it, like, Livy or Cat, and I'm like, hey, what terminology do I need? Like, what are my search terms here? What do I need to figure out? Like, mm-hmm. when I was doing Ninja Turtles and I was doing Harry Potter, I, like, uh, read a lot of uh, fanfic stuff for both of those things. So now, like, it's more of, like, an academic interest, and also, like, I'm because I'm doing adventure, I'm, like, trying to create and simulate that stuff. So, like, if I'm doing a high school AU, I need to know what the tropes are, and I need to figure that out, for yeah. example. And, like, when yeah. we're doing Yuri on Ice, I'm going to need to, like, Oh, gosh. Research a whole bunch of sports anime stuff and, like, oh a bunch gosh. of, like, yeah. I'm so excited. So, that, like, my insides hurt thinking about that. It's going to be, it's going to be so good. Oh, boy. Or, like, real bad. Like, so bad it's good. Oh, man. Yurio will finally have his day. <laughs> oh, no. What is that? I mean, he kind of got his day in Not the enough. End. He's very successful. He's a beautiful monster oh. who needs to evolve to even greater heights. And- <laughs> God. He is, though. I'm yes. drinking his tea right now, actually. Oh, yeah. that's so good. So Mel and Allie invited me over here, yeah. um, more or less under false pretenses, because they told me to pick a topic, and then, and then, I hear them singing the DuckTales theme on an earlier recording. I was like, huh, that's weird. Maybe they're just doing that randomly. And nope. then I was in between Overwatch matches, and I was like, I thought I heard, like, Darkwing Ducks, a name being thrown around, and I was like, It's not oh. easy to miss. Yeah, I was going to talk about Cartoon Ducks, which I love. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm already going to do an adventure. I'm definitely doing a Darkwing Duck adventure and a DuckTales adventure, but Hell I just yeah. want to say yes. I'm very stoked about the new Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Really good. Absolutely. So yes. instead, I thought I would talk about the only other thing I know anything about. What are you You guys about? have forced my hand. Oh, no, no. I'm going to talk oh. to you about Knuckles the Echidna. Oh, no. <laughs> And I'm going to do this because I know James is also in the corner of the room, and I think he'll get a lot out of this. <laughs> so, Knuckles the Echidna, God, where to begin? All right, let's let's level set here. Um, yeah, I know jack shit about Sonic because I, know I never played it. Less than jack shit about Sonic. Good. So you're going to have to start from you, square you gotta one. You got to ease us into this, man. All right. Sonic the Hedgehog is one of the most batshit media properties in existence. It has everything, and very little of it is good. Like, Sonic has TV shows, about a third of which are watchable. He has games, about a tenth of which are playable. And he has comics, which are actually pretty good. Like, 60 to 70% of them are very, very good. Really? And about 30% of them will melt your brain with how strange and weird and unexpected a little thing about cartoon animals would be considering that this is one of the longest running comics ever and just was canceled. Like the Archie comic Sonic, I think there's only like one comic that's beaten its uh, run in terms of being like longest uh, uninterrupted run, or it might be the longest running one. Um, so here's the thing about Sonic the Hedgehog. It started as a really weird, like they just wanted to be Mario. Right. And they're like, right. but how do we make, how do we make Mario cooler? And, and they, we're talking about they is Sega. Sega, yeah. Sega, okay. Mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog started out as like an utterly manufactured, very mercenary thing where they were like, how, how do can we, we, how do we make it the most 90s? 
Because Mario is very, like, accidental in its appeal, and the only reason people like Mario is not because of Mario's characteristics, but because the quality of the gameplay was very, very good. So Sega doing this was like, we're going to copy this, but we want to make something that's like kids will be really into, right? So, like, how do we make it the most 90s possible? So they basically made the video game equivalent of Poochie. Um, oh, my gosh. They created, they were like, all right, we need to give him attitude. So he's, like, likable and kind of anti-authoritarian and has like sharp angles and stuff like that and so they created this mascot who like was edgy in a sort of 90s way which like in the sense that a lot of heroes in the 90s were like very respectful of authority initially like um like in the early 90s were like very respectful of authority very sort of like yeah the system's cool like blah 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 do this stuff do your homework all that sort of stuff sonic was supposed to be like calibrated so that you could get away with like the minimum amount the sonic is very much in the vein of like bart simpson early mm-hmm. on where it's like a little cartoon character that you can relate to that's kind of like your age but also has like a weird attitude and it just like a slightly off yeah. sort of sensibility and off kilter thing and he was incredibly calculated to appeal to kids who like had had nintendos and stuff like that but like wanted the next level of whatever it was and they basically went after Nintendo whole hog. They tried to, like, everything that Nintendo did, they would run ads that were almost identical to what Nintendo was doing, but then put in, like, really? edgy, rude words in there. Like, they ran a campaign that was, like, Sega does what Nintendo don't. And, like, that was, like, there were, like, Whoa. several different ads. Are you on YouTube? Yes. Oh, um, my gosh. I-, I recommend, listeners, that you look up some of these ads, but also look up the Sega Tasanshiro uh, series of Sega ads, which feature a bizarre samurai running around slashing other, like, uh, consoles and stuff like that. And he had this very catchy, weird theme song, and he was, like, screaming Sega Toss Sanchiro, and it was a very, very strange series of ads. But anyway. Okay. Into this bizarre ecosystem. Yes. Is where Knuckles the Echidna comes from. Okay. Now, like, I should preface it by saying, like, I have a weird weakness for Lancer secondary characters who are not the protagonist character, but have more attitude than the protagonist and are kind of weird loners. So Yurio? I love Yurio. Uh. I love Viral from Gurren Lagan. I love Proto Man from Mega Man. And I fucking love Knuckles the Echidna. Like, these are characters who, like, have the opposite or, like, a complementary color scheme to the main character. Yeah. And are very much like, oh, did I already talk about Vegeta? No, no. you didn't. I fucking love Vegeta. Vegeta's way better than Goku. <laughs> there, I said it. These are characters who are obviously not the direct protagonist of what's going on, but very much have their own, like, grudging rivals. And I was going to say, th- are they are they straight up rivals or bad guys? Or They almost always start out as bad guys. Okay. And then eventually, like, it's either a misunderstanding or some sort of, like, person tricking them. And then eventually, like, they gradually become part of the hero's team until their personality is essentially nerfed and they're way less interesting than when they were, like, flat out bad. Got this it. is the cycle of, like every single one of these like slightly independent characters but what makes knuckles the echidna special is that knuckles the echidna's comic storyline is a portal into madness the likeness of which like the world has never seen the bare minimum amount of story you get from the sonic games is that sonic is like a blue hedgehog and he likes to run <laughs> he's and there's fast. An island. he's fast there's an island and there's a bad man with a like rad looking mustache who dr. catches animals robotnik. dr robotnik okay uh i call him dr robotnik people these kids these days call him Eggman, but whatever, whatever. um he catches animals and he puts them into robots and little robot versions of themselves. And then Sonic like breaks the robots and the little birds and pigs and squirrels and frogs like jump out and they're saved and it's happy. Is this in the video game too? It's just the video game. That's like the barest story in the way that like Mario's goal is to rescue the princess. Sonic's goal is to collect seven or six, depending on which game magical gems and then save a bunch of animals and then defeat this evil doctor that's making robots to catch Sonic. 
And it's rings instead of coins, right? It's rings instead of coins, and the mechanic is like, rings are also your health, so if you get hit by, you get hit when you're carrying you rings, lose. you don't lose a life, but if you don't have any rings and you get hit, you do lose a life, and okay. 100 rings is, like, an extra life. So that's different from Mario, where, like, your capabilities change depending on when you get hit, and also the other thing that's different is just, like, Sonic levels are extremely about running left to right very, very fast, and mm-hmm. they're a lot more about reflexes combined with platforming, and Mario levels are a little more, I think, technically challenging, but yeah. not as fast. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. And so Sonic stuff has very like i remember once i was like trying to get my um my ex-girlfriend to like play a sonic game with me and she was like everything here seems very very ostentatious it's very like everything is a circus in sonic and that's like true yeah so that's like the world that we step into when we're thinking about the archie comics the archie comics wanted to create a backstory for sonic and because there's just not a lot to go off of they invented this completely weird world that like existed in tension with the games for a very long time because initial games video games in, like the early 90s were extremely simple like the 16-bit games they're like you know the plot of super mario world not particularly complicated no nope. the plot of sonic's one through three not that complicated either yeah but the Archie comics were like, okay, so Robotnik's now like an evil dictator and he's taken over like a whole nation and Sonic has like a random team of like freedom fighters and it's they're doing a weird Rebel Alliance thing. They gave him like a whole backstory. They gave him a love interest who was like a weird chipmunk wearing a blue vest named Princess Sally Acorn. And they like tried to flesh out his supporting cast mm-hmm. really, really well. Yeah. The thing that made this bizarre is that the games completely ignored all this. Like they would keep making games that came out and, like, Sega was like, what? what is this shit? These characters aren't a thing. Like, what's going on? And eventually the TV show and the Archie comics got popular to the point where Sega of America, as opposed to Sega of, like, Japan, was like, we should make a game that has these weirdo rando little creatures in it. And they made a game called Sonic Spinball, which kind of looks like a Sonic game, but is actually a pinball game and has Sonic's weird animal friends. Like, it has tails, but then it also has a bunch of other animal friends you've never heard of because they're from, like, the Archie comics thing. Um, weird. So all that to say, the one character who had the weirdest experience from the games to the comics is Knuckles the Echidna. Knuckles in the games is introduced as a person who is just tricked by Dr. Robotnik, and Dr. Robotnik is like, hey, Sonic wants to steal the Chaos Emeralds, and he wants to steal your giant Chaos Emerald called the Master Emerald, and he's bad. You should fight him. And Knuckles is like, okay, I'm dumb. And so he, like, fights Sonic, and then eventually... Robotnik runs away with the Master Emerald, and Sonic helps Knuckles get the Master Emerald back, and then they're bros, more or less. Like, that is the sum total of Knuckles' first, like, interaction with Sonic. Okay. In the comics, Knuckles is the last scion of an ancient civilization of echidnas who all look like him, who are weird archaeologist explorers who can harness, like, magical powers and enter different planes of reality and they are all there to protect the legacy of an ancient civilization that was incredibly technologically advanced grew too proud and was destroyed by a mystical water demon okay one second what uh so i understand the name knuckles because i've heard it before Mm -hmm. what's echidna an echidna or spiny anteater is like a real animal that in real life it exists it's not red though they're not red heard them talked about they're very they're like they're in australia they're my favorite animal they're monotremes that lay eggs and they're very very strange i'm pulling up a picture for mel right now so she can get on this so they're they're crazy cool looking they're very awesome oh i've seen them i just i guess i've just never heard the word echidna have you been to the brookfield zoo they have echidnas there you probably saw it in there i've seen them yeah it's very misleading because they're not red and also knuckles doesn't look like an echidna no right and i mean much the same way that sonic doesn't really look that much like so for anyone else who's as misinformed as me yeah, so know. echidnas, they exist. Can you can you spell it for the people? E-C-H-I-D-N-A. Yeah. Right. Spiny so if you want to Google it to see what that character is. And they're short-beaked. 
Yeah, they're short-beaked echidnas and long-nosed echidnas. The short-beaked mm. ones are better, just so you guys know. Great. Noted. Uh, Knuckles is called Knuckles because he has, like, two claws that he uses to punch. Not particularly based on anything echidnas have. He can also glide. Oh. Again, not a not power a that echidnas have. That can, <laughs> not um, one of their inherent powers. Uh, he also has these badass dreadlocks, which I really, really liked, because I just didn't see many video game characters or, like, really any sort of cartoon characters that had dreadlocks. So I always really liked Knuckles because he had his own thing going. Yeah, and dreadlocks always look cool in comic books and yeah. in anime. And, like, it's a cool thing hairstyle-wise. Yeah, and I remember, like, when Sonic and Knuckles came out, Sonic has those weird, dumb, like, Bart Simpson spike things that kind of go to the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. And Knuckles has the dreadlocks that, like, curve down. And so mm-hmm. they made this logo with the two of them next to each other, like, looking in a different direction. That's the thing that I was like, I should get this tattoo. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it because... <laughs> Hell yeah. Because I don't want to be the guy with a Sonic and Knuckles tattoo. Oh, come but, on. Well, I, I know Cat wants you to get it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that should be <laughs> all the do it pressure now. you need. Um, <laughs> Let's go to the uh, store. I have to get the Sonic and Knuckles tattoo because Cat can't. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Knuckles had an even more bizarre and convoluted backstory than Sonic did, and it's because like they figured they could. There wasn't that much content in the games about Knuckles at the time, so they figured they could do whatever the hell they wanted. Right. So they like gave him a weird little talking ant sidekick named archimedes who was like his weird jiminy cricket figure um and then they gave him a nemesis in the form of a gigantic evil mammoth named mammoth mogul who was psychic and could grow to tremendous size this is all real i'm not making this up responsible for this is what i want so this is one of the reasons that i think knuckles the kid is one of the weirdest freaking things most of this garbage is the work of a man named ken pender who just went hedgehog wild with creating backstories for knuckles and he recently won a lawsuit with sega and archie comics and the net effect without getting to the legalities of it the net effect is that he owned the copyright to the characters that he created in the comic series because sega and archie could not prove that they held the rights to those characters that they were created as works for hire oh wow so he basically forced a reboot of the sonic the hedgehog comics to wipe all of the stuff from Knuckles's backstory, and we're talking like years and years of comics oh, and dang. written stuff, and it's all like really, really intricate stuff, like Knuckles's girlfriend, Knuckles's little brother, Knuckles's like family, so and they like they just fucking deleted all that shit. It was something where they wanted to make the comics match Sonic's very, very simple Genesis, like Sega Genesis backstory. Mm-hmm. So they created something called the Genesis Wave, and they were like, Sonic messed up rebooting the universe, and he can only remember half of it. And he didn't really pay attention when Knuckles was talking about his family. So Knuckles just doesn't have a family now, and only Sonic knows that he fucked all this up. Oh, my God. This is some, like, Stephen Moffat Doctor Who bullshit. It's so strange. That's weird. It's these these comics for little babies that are, like, incredibly weird, sometimes very violent, sometimes, like, strangely sexual, and, like, also just, like, a very, very complicated universe in a way that you wouldn't think something based on a thing designed to sell toys to children would be. Yeah, Um, that's very strange. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Knuckles is just like, he's a very strange character just because he's a secondary character of a at best Mm B-list like video game uh, hero. Over the years, like the video game people have taken his personality and stuff like that in one direction and the Archie comics and the TV shows and the things that are going on, like the animes that came out have taken him in another direction. So like... There are some facts about Knuckles that are relatively consistent, like the fact that he's like between 15 and 16 years old and likes grapes. And that's like about it. But like, that's as far as, wow. Like Knuckles, for example, one of the first things that we know about Knuckles is that he like can fly and glide and do all that stuff from like the 2D Sonic games. The latest cartoon that came out, they removed his ability to fly. They made him into a giant meathead 
jacked wrestler type, and they just got rid of the fact that he can fly. But and it's something that's so basic and so like foundational to the character. You'd think they would keep it around, but they just like they reinvent him every single time because they have so little regard for like <sighs> the way the character worked before. That's rude as hell. It is rude as hell. And Knuckles is so strange. It's just like he's a character who may or may not be literate. It's unclear whether or not this character can read. Like, and we're not talking like Tris Valentine style. We're talking like <laughs> in the latest cartoon, Knuckles just says straight up, like he's like holding something for a long time and he's looking at it and he's going, hmm. And then 10 minutes later he goes, I can't read this. And he just like tosses it away. What? And he's What's... like a weirdo loner who lives on an island by himself. What's the benefit of that? To make someone part of a story and then just disregard and shit on it. It's because the approach to making new Sonic the Hedgehog content has been throwing pasta at the wall for like decades. Ugh. It's so interesting. They, they like, haven't had like a consistent creative team, so they don't know what to do. Right. Okay, but look, you've, you've told us many things. We now understand who and why he exists. Yeah. But what are you trying to sell us on right yeah, now? Yeah, okay, but like what I want to know is what's Knuckles really like? Like, what's he really like? Yeah, what's he like? What, what should he... Or, like, what's no, the like, ideal... No, like, Pranks is somebody who clearly knows this echidna. Yes. Yeah. What is he like? I think that at his core, Knuckles is a dummy who's trying to do the right thing and is socially awkward to the point where he's a fight boy. So when he sees Sonic, he really wants to be friends with Sonic. But something about Sonic just really rubs him the wrong way. And so his like approach is always to punch him first and ask questions later. Maybe he likes him so much, all he wants to do is punch him in the face. Like there's there's people who are hot and there's the people that are like, you're so fucking cute, I want to aggressively hit you. Knuckles has cute, cute aggression. I think that's what's going on with Sonic. And also yeah. Sonic is like, really annoying like so like you think i'm annoying sonic is like a hundred <laughs> times more annoying than i am boy that's hard to imagine yeah yeah <laughs> um and like can you imagine being around that person and then just like not knowing how to like deal with them all the time god yeah it's terrible yeah, punch him too so like knuckles isn't he's a very straightforward person he's like that's a bad guy. We got to punch the bad guy and then we move on. Whereas Sonic's like a zippy, like, I can move at the speed of sound. I can, like, do all kinds of crazy stuff. Curl into balls, jump around. Right. Like, do a spin dash thing. And Knuckles is just like, I like to sit. I like to be on this island. I like to... Grapes? Just, I like grapes. Those are the things that I like. And I like to punch Sonic. And I like to punch Sonic. Um, he's also into really cheesy, really terrible rap. Um, if knuckles you want is? knuckles, uh, oh. where's you the should, proof of this? Okay, look up, look up a slowly. theme called "Unknown from M. E." Right now on right YouTube. Now? In order to really get the full effect of how ridiculous this character is, Sonic Adventure "Unknown from M. E." Is this a rap? Are we? Yes. Oh boy. It is a rap that Knuckles okay. does. All right. Okay. Is it the first one? Probably. Because the second who... one is unknown from M.E. Knuckles' theme looped yep. for 30 minutes. Oh, let's do the looped one for 30 minutes. Okay. Oh, God. Somebody got paid to write and perform that. Yep. Two people, in fact. Oh, my God. Yeah. So this isn't his voice either. It's just like something that plays during this game when he's doing... for him. During his cutscenes in the game, a man raps this rap while Knuckles... This is like catnip for a 90s kid. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, there was a live saxophone yep there was like a band backing no. him up it's like wow. impossible to resist if you hear this when you're 10 years old yeah and in the 90s it, it put me in the mind to go to one of those sh shitty beach shops mm -hmm. on the gulf shore mm -hmm. and like get a spray painted custom t-shirt and it has like a neon sign with knuckles on it yep that's what i want to do right now 
pranks. We should do that. Oh my god! I already have a knuckle shirt. No, but like a spray painted one from like, oh yeah, a shitty like beach with stencil, shop. like yeah, a terrible yeah, yeah. One. yeah. Yeah. I like your shirt, too. Thank I did, you. I wanted to say that on air. What, describe your shirt. It's a boxy, drapey t-shirt from Uniqlo. It says, I am legend, and it's got a bunch of, like, Legend of Zelda icons and images all over it. But the I am legend part is literally embroidered. Ooh, I didn't it even is, see that. I didn't notice that. That's awesome. Onto the t-shirt. It's so nice. That's pretty cool, actually. But it's very artsy, and, it, and part of it says, like, it's dangerous to go alone, take this, and there's the Master Sword, and there's arrows, and Man, rupees, and shit. That's a series where, like, almost all the games are good. What's that like? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, my brain is so full of Sonic stuff now. So... Let me get into like why I like this character so much. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. What, what's that this? was the follow-up. Yeah. Give me the selling point. I think that there are archetypal things about Knuckles that can make him very, very interesting. There's a phrase that Kat uses all the time when she's talking about Star Wars characters, which is, this is good in potentia. Knuckles is very, very good if handled the right way. He could be very interesting and a character that like can add a lot to storylines that are going on because there aren't enough characters, I think who are loner characters who mean well, get themselves into trouble, like are kind of socially awkward and kind of like meathead style characters. Those characters tend to be either one note or ignored by the narrative. Mm -hmm. Knuckles is unique because like something about him made a man named Ken Penders write hundreds of issues of comics about this doofus of a character, doofus of a little cartoon animal character. And what I'd like to see is more characters like that who despite not fitting the traditional protagonist hero stuff, like, always up for whatever, like, Breath of Adventure, all that sort of stuff. Just people who are kind of weird and socially awkward and live on a little island. I want more characters like that, that are, like, in team books and, like, team situations. Like, I want more strange Knuckleses who (laughs) don't really make sense and, like, aren't what you would traditionally expect from children's narratives. I don't think there are enough of those. Hmm. And I feel like if they can sort out a few critical traits for Knuckles beyond the fact that he likes grapes like (laughs) i think he could be a character that would add a lot to sonic stuff going forward so yeah it sounds like there is a robust maybe not robust that's not the best word there's a world built for sonic and that's been temporarily destroyed but there's a lot of opportunity within it yeah and a lot of lore and interesting aspects for those who want to dive into it well with like all reboots there's more content than there is like canon stuff right now and that means there's a lot to pick from you know Mm. there's so many different versions of these characters and you could make the best version of it and Mm. i think that's part of what appeals to me about knuckles He's not a character like like a Star Wars character, for example. There's like one version of Luke, right? Sometimes they fuck up Luke and they make him not Luke. Mm-hmm. But you can't really say that about a Knuckles because the creators don't care that much about yeah. this character. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like you couldn't customize your own Luke. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't yeah. pick and choose traits to make your own Luke Skywalker. And right. if you did, it wouldn't feel true to the character. But with Knuckles... There's a freedom to do whatever you want. And it's still Knuckles. Because there's so many insane people who have done this with this cartoon animal. Wow. This cartoon obscure animal no one's ever heard of. Hmm. Well. That like lays eggs. Does he? Yeah. He's like, a monotreme. But in canon, does he? Uh, that is something that like is unclear currently. They, they haven't like yeah. done anything with that. Well, there's a baby, but I don't really think they showed the. It's like, unclear. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. okay. What the hell is Knuckles' little brother name? It's something really stupid. Mm. Good question. <laughs> Oh my god, I just remembered. <laughs> what is it? What is it? It's Kneecaps the Echidna. No. It is not. It is 100% Kneecaps the Echidna. No. Why? I'm Googling that. Oh. Why would I pick this up? Pranks. 
Because uh, we told you we don't know anything about this. You absorb so much garbage. Yeah, this is like a fourth or fifth thing oh, I care about at best. I can't help it. If I read something, I remember it. I don't know why. Oh, boy. Well, I'm glad you get to share this magic with Kat, because she's probably the only other person that will talk to you about this. She'll send me, I'm sure, detailed notes and corrections. <laughs> I would say thank you for telling me about You know, It's uh, my pleasure, Mel. Trust me. That's funny. Like, my brain is, a, is an IMDb database. Mm-hmm. So... This has added to my personal Wikipedia of nerd cultural references. Allie, here's a fun fact for you. At one point, the Wikipedia entry for Knuckles Echidna was longer than the entry for the United States. (laughs) Is that your fault? I helped. So, yes. I mean, why would I edit the wiki on the United States? People know about the United States. When was this? I, I'd rather not say, because I'm concerned people could find out when I, what I edited oh, it in yeah, way. no, tell us! <laughs> it was like more than 10 years ago. I think we're somewhat thankful for the new knowledge that you've shed upon <laughs> so us. Somewhat thankful. Um, oh, gosh. So thank you for coming on. Thank you, Pranks. You're welcome. For being a part of this. <laughs> thank you. I feel like we've all grown a little. <sighs> all right, this episode's From creeping. the knowledge. Kidding, it's enough. over. It's over. We're Bye. done. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, we hope you got a little bit of hype about this. Or maybe it triggered some interesting ideas for things that you are hype about that you'd like to hype at us. Yeah, please do. Tweet at us. We are at GetHypePod or email us at GetHypePod at gmail.com. We've got a whole list of people that we'd love to get as guests, but we also want to know what you want to hear. Thanks for listening and stay hype. Stay hype, guys. 